0: Welcome to episode 149 of Stoner Chicks podcast, the podcast for stoners by Stoner Chicks. I'm Kayla Teal. I'm Grace Penzel. I'm Phoebe Richards. I'm Stephanie Thompson and
1: 149. Yeah. Oh, my (laughs) God. We made
2: it. We made it. (laughs) We really made it.
3: 149. We don't usually mention the episode number in our no. introduction, but because it's 149, we ha- we felt like we had, <laughs> we had to. <laughs> to. We just
0: had to. So happy 149 to all. <laughs> We're so happy you. you you're with us listening. I'm kind of excited about what I'm smoking today because I'm smoking something different finally. Yay, what are you smoking? I found some cannabis that was like a one-to-one CBD THC. Cause as you know, in California I've been having a hard time. Everything is infused, the highest percentage possible. But I also don't think I was looking very hard <laughs> because I've had <laughs> Washington weed with me most of the time I've lived here and I I miss Washington weed, but that's besides the point. I found it's called country cannabis, and I got a pre-roll that was uh, one-to-one CBD THC. Jack Herrera and ACDC are the cross strains. I smoked it and went to Target last night and that was a great experience. <laughs> What'd you buy? Oh, I got all kinds of storage containers. Mm. <laughs> it was so fun being high and looking at storage containers. On the, <laughs> and, but I smoked it and I was like smoking on my new balcony. I just moved into a new apartment for the first time. And so I was a little, you know, that first, that new... New move anxiety of like, are my neighbors cool with me smoking weed out here? And I looked down and the strain was called Good Neighbor.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, synchronicity. You be my good neighbor. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So thanks, universe. I'm smoking Good Neighbor from Country Cannabis. Yeah. What a warm welcome to your new balcony. I love Jack Herrera. I used to get that all the time.
2: This morning, Grace and I did a live together on Instagram. This is going to be a time travel moment because it doesn't correlate with when you're listening to this. And I was smoking this joint, which I still have a bunch of. <laughs> it's even got the little glass uh, mouth tip. So cute.
3: It's um comically huge. It's
2: not, I guess. So I didn't know what it was, but I was able to over text, find out from my boyfriend what it was. And it is... Uh, Ice cream cake and Gorilla Glue ground up together and rolled into a joint. Some other classics. We got the classics going on today. I don't know what I'm smoking at all. So
1: go ahead,
3: (laughs) Grace. (laughs) I personally tracked down, because I got addicted to it when Phoebe gave me some Orange Julius from Fire Bros., And it smells like oranges, just like the orange blossom. I I just love a good orange strain. We've got limonene, caryophylline, and linalool. And it's a cross of slurricane and orange velvet. But yeah, it's just, it's it's powerful. It's very good. I was re-listening to an old episode of ours
2: this morning because I'm a nerd. And it was one where Kayla talked about, I think it was Kayla brought up, someone had written in that she loved to eat oranges in the shower. Mm
0: -hmm, So she could just get
2: it all messy. But maybe we should all get some orange weed and, like, get high off it and then eat oranges in the shower. Like, all at the same time.
3: Yeah. That sounds... (laughs) Do any of us have
2: a shower big enough for four? Oh, I didn't mean in the same place at the same time, but... (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh, damn it. <laughs> but like why not?
1: <laughs> but, like, why not? I remember going to a friend well, it wasn't a friend- but it was like a friend anyway, a long time ago, I went to a really nice house and it had one of them big, big showers with the big um with the rain, the
2: fake rain, oh, that's what you have to have, yeah, Ugh. for multiple people because otherwise, shared shower is one person's getting sprayed, and the other person's just, just like, sitting there in the water. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It'd be like, I still have the orange all over me because there's no water for me. (laughs) (laughs) One person's just sticky and cold. (laughs) Don't worry, we'll live stream
0: this.
3: (laughs) Yeah, and it's that kind of content and other weird content that you could look forward to if you decided to join us over as a supporter on patreon.com slash stoner chicks. Yeah, we have a Patreon. It helps us keep this show running. And we've got ton, a huge back catalog of bonus content plus new stuff coming out every month. And at, a, at $6, you have a smoke sesh with us. At $20, we give you merch and other perks like watching videos of our smoke breaks that are normally behind secret lock and key. So we have, a, and if you subscribe to our Patreon, We will thank you on the podcast. So we have three thank yous, three new cuties we'd love to thank. And I'm going to start off with AJ from Seattle.
2: Hey, girl, I know you. (laughs) AJ! We all know you.
1: You watched me eat Cheetos in a bathtub.
0: (laughs) Yes, AJ has been our photographer many times. Speaking of bathing together. (laughs) That's true. There is
3: a precedent. But thank you, AJ. We love you.
1: Down in Oregon, we got Nisa uh, to Thanks, thank Nisa! as well.
2: Doo. Nisa, we Deek don't dee. know you
1: IRL. But we will.
2: Yet. Yeah, that's where it's going. <laughs> yet. <laughs> Grace beat me to the punch. But thank you. Sorry.
0: <laughs> thank you, Nisa. Stephanie, do you really say Oregon?
2: I just did
1: because it makes me laugh. I also say Washington. So.
0: Okay, gotcha. People mm. in Connecticut say Oregon and it it drives me insane. It,
1: no, it drives me insane too. So
0: they also say Nevada, Nevada. Anyway, also <laughs> we have from California, Shahada. Thank you so much, Shahada, for joining us on Patreon. Woo!
3: Thank you, Yay. another Cali cutie. We have yes. so many. It's excellent. Thank you, Shahada. Thank you all for your support. It really keeps us going. Patreon.com/slash chicks. And I just hit that Orange Julius. I'm feeling very high and open and susceptible. <laughs> um, I, Hey, guys, guess
1: what? What? It's time for High Thoughts with Stephanie. Yes. High
3: yes. Thoughts
0: thought with Stephanie. Do, 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 do,
1: do, do. This is a repeat High Thoughter. But I think their original high thought was sent back, back, back a while ago. I'm not sure, but I'm high. But it's from Marty John. And it might possibly be one of the highest thoughts I've ever gotten so far. Wow. (laughs) Wow. And it made me think. So here we go. I was smoking early in the morning and just thinking my thoughts wandered to all sorts of places, one of which was an imaginary world on which a modern day Atlantis existed. This Atlantis was still above water, connected to the mainland by land bridges. Next thing I know, these land bridges are blown up and Atlantis sinks. Next, this I know. I realize I forgot the exact details of what happened next, writing this while dazed. But someone ended up talking to this wizard dude. (laughs) And the wizard joked about how the Atlantis everyone thought sunk in the actual world was actually stolen by a nun. And this one sunk. (laughs) (laughs) while writing i realized it was probably funnier in my head but i was in the middle of writing and i figured i'd finish (laughs) anyway so the podcast yellow are amazing (laughs) but i really loved that i thought
0: wait are they describing a daydream i think
1: or like a i imagine it's like almost like an imaginary world that you kind of like come up with all the i don't know i do this yeah and then
2: you kind of go and visit it when you're like bored or Right, or you think yeah, about being sleepy. there and imagine like the little daily activities and stuff. I yeah. I've, I've never looked- done
3: this. Mine's really? not like
2: a weird fantasy land, but
3: I just like that there was a wizard, but then a nun. Like, we're mixing like sort <laughs> of like magic with religion. It's very interesting. This is a rich tapestry where we're,
0: yeah. Wearing. Do you write novels, Marty John? Cause you should.
3: High oh. <gasps> thought short stories. So, I feel like this is kind of a natural segue well what so, sorry what we were saying before about about like going and visiting someplace in your mind i was talking to a a new friend of mine who doesn't have a visual imagination mm. how do they what are their how does the
1: how do they look explain <laughs>
3: explain i know i know well <laughs> that's the thing i can't i can't really but they were saying that the only way they can even possibly like visualize something or describe something visually is by imagining how it would feel and then tracing it in their mind
0: whoa yeah wow Mm. we're all so different
1: i also heard that like there's a large percentage of people that don't have an inner monologue yes i heard that too i don't know if that's true or not but i definitely have an
2: inner thought voice. I have an inner thought voice, too, and it's always going. It's
3: always (laughs) going. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up.
2: Shut up.
3: (laughs) You know, the craziest thing happened. I had an MRI yesterday and while I was in there, the music was on and then it was really loud and I had earplugs in and I was just kind of letting the magnetic vibrations like just like move my vo- body. Like, and I had like no thoughts. It was like a total meditative state. Ooh. I was perfectly still and I fell asleep towards the very end, but I was just like listening to the music. And I was thinking of nothing else. It was incredible. Wow. Mm. I know a lot of people get freaked out in MRI machines, but it was kind of... Anyway, thanks, Marty John. Thank you. <laughs> Isn't that
1: a great high thought? I love it. it. Well, yeah.
3: Should we talk more about that high thought? I apologize. No, I I thought we. No, I think that's
1: the way high thoughts work. It takes us sometimes on a trip, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: All I have to say that is sort of off topic, but that made me think of it. I have this new reoccurring dream that just happens in all my dreams where there's always like a pile of blankets. Somewhere in the dream. And then there's like this like really scary old lady that's like hiding under them.
0: <gasps> oh no. <laughs> blanket lady? Yeah. <laughs> Hi.
2: Usually it's like in my house somewhere, except the houses oh. aren't my actual house, thank God. But just like in the dream, my house. Big mansions.
0: Grace. I know do you it's think really you're... weird.
2: I'm not into talking about dreams, but like three nights in a row, which isn't, and they're always like so scary. Just like, yeah, there'll be these blankets. And I'm like, oh no, I think it's her. And then I have to like lift the blankets, and she's like, ah! <laughs>
0: Oh my God. Wait, so, Grace, do you think your friend who doesn't imagine visually dreams, like, do they have dreams where they see stuff? We're going to need a follow up.
3: We're going to need a follow up. I hope it's okay with them that I talked about that. I didn't identify them in any way. So, yes, exactly. Okay. Well, but, anyways, I thought that that was something to chew on for all you stoners out there. Thank you. And if you're someone who also doesn't have a visual imagination who wants to talk to us about us, about it, email us at stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com.
0: And hey, guess what, everyone? It is time for Weed in the News. (gasps) (gasps) Our first article is from Politico by Kaylee Tournay titled, She Immigrated Legally, She Married a U.S. Citizen, but she was denied citizenship for working in legal cannabis. This takes place in Washington, doesn't it? It does. So this is a woman living in Washington state. She's been in the country for 20 years. She's married to a U.S. citizen. She has a green card to work. And apparently, federal officials consider immigrants, quote, drug traffickers, even in states where cannabis has been legalized. Haley Tournay writes as an immigrant Maria Rymers tried to do everything by the book. She entered the US legally, married an American citizen and secured a green card to work. Together she and her husband managed to open a small storefront in Ephrata. I've Euphreda. never heard of that town. Ephrata? Yeah. A dot of mm-hmm. a town in Washington a state. A dot of a town. I like that saying. It's cute. Where in Washington is
1: Oh god. Euphreda? Where is it? It's somewhere in central Washington.
0: Okay, that's what I figured. I don't know with central Washington very well. But when Reimers tried to become a U.S. citizen in 2017, she was denied for lack of, quote, good moral character. Federal immigration officials deemed her work, quote, illicit drug trafficking because the couple's business in Afreda sells state-regulated cannabis. Though it is legal in Washington state, their retail shop has put Reimers' dream of citizenship in jeopardy. She gets to keep her green card, but her attorney recommended that she not visit her family in El Salvador because of the possibility that she'd be detained at the border when she returned. So because she everything's all good, but because the federal government has labeled her a drug trafficker, she can't leave and see her family. Like, she wants to go back to El Salvador and see her grandma, right. see her mom, and now she can't. And she's feeling, I mean, pretty devastated about that. She feels like in part the cannabis industry in Washington failed her because nobody warned her that this would be a problem when she started engaging in the legal cannabis market in Washington and it's wild to me that the like the official statement from the federal government is she can't become a citizen because of a lack of good moral character i feel like that language is like super archaic and christian probably hmm. It absolutely is. And it's I ableist and
1: I the whole bunch of things.
0: Yeah. So she kind of regrets even joining the legal cannabis industry for this reason. Now, if we went to federal legalization or just even moved it from a schedule one to a schedule three drug, this problem might eventually be eliminated for her, hopefully.
3: She did say she regrets doing it. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was so devastating. The last line of this article, which I think is an incredibly written article. Did you already say who it's by, Kayla?
0: Yeah, Kaylee Tournay. I also thought it was great. Me too. A really Me too.
3: well-written article. But the last line is a quote from Reimer saying, I can still pay taxes, though. Yep. Which is like, yeah, you know, you're going to deny people citizenship. And then, of course, you're still taking their money that they earned off of the hard work and that, quote, illegal drug trafficking. It's such fucking bullshit. So I thought it's interesting that since this has been going on, the Liquor and Cannabis Board had no information published on its website about immigration ramifications of cannabis work, And then only after inquiry did the cannabis board add a disclaimer to his licensing webpage stating that work in legal cannabis could have, quote, adverse immigration consequences.
0: Which is cool because it was probably, I'm guessing, Kaylee reaching out to them for comment. And after she did, they put it on the website. So good for her.
3: Yeah. It's really devastating because it means that she's not going to be able to go to El Salvador and visit her family. And I thought that. It really showed kind of, and even the politicians that they quoted from Washington state, including Senator Patty Murray, they pushed for it back in 2019, maybe, or 2021, but then it didn't go through and they haven't been following through and fighting for it. I mean, I'm just annoyed by politicians in general Mm -hmm. right now, Mm -hmm. but this really speaks to the negligence in the Washington cannabis Yeah, the liquor and cannabis control board in
1: Washington state is all sorts of fucked up and it's been fucked up before even cannabis was legalized. And then it was got even worse that they even lumped it in. Anyway, Mm -hmm. Washington has a lot of issues. It's
2: the same song and dance. It's, It's always white people, especially wealthy white people. They can smoke weed throughout their life and it's fine. And people of color, immigrants, poor people like they are, it's just held against them. It's just a thing used to keep them down
0: not just held against them or keep them down, to keep them in prison or keep them out of the country or
2: paying fees or like, yeah, every kind of...
0: Yeah, and President Biden has been dragging his fucking feet. He could have signed an executive order two years ago now, and he hasn't. But speaking of, our next article is from NPR titled, Biden Expands Pardons for Marijuana Possession and Grants Clemency to eleven. This was from the end of December 2023. He issued a wide-reaching proclamation Friday that further pardons people who have certain convictions related to marijuana under federal and D.C. law. The pardon builds on actions he took last year on pardons related to simple possession of marijuana, and these are federal, federally sentenced people. This doesn't include people who were arrested in a state, a prohibition state, for example. A White House official said this new proclamation expands those actions by issuing pardons for things like the offense of use. So people who are arrested for using, he already did this for people who possessed cannabis. Now it's for using and possessing on certain federal lands. Something I don't know and I wish I knew was how many people this actually affects. My guess is it's probably not very many. Like how many people are in can? in prison for cannabis just from federal arrests for simple possession. It seems like most of those would be state arrests. Mm-hmm. And I think the article said 33 people. 33 people out of 40,000. Cool.
2: Yeah, I thought it was like 33 at one point and 11 recently.
0: He did recently grant clemency to 11 people who he said were serving disproportionately long sentences yeah. for nonviolent drug offenses, which great. I'm very happy for those 11 people yeah, and their families. He's a president. That but there's like 40,000. There's yeah. 40,000 people. Yeah. So I don't quite understand. I mean, I guess he only has so much power in prohibition yeah. states. I and mean, that's to get- like
2: how many people Kim Kardashian's gotten out of prison.
0: Right. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for nothing, Biden. Because <laughs>
3: yeah. honestly, I'm sorry. Also, the whole thing about like him saying that he wants to do all this stuff for cannabis clemency and everything else. But then he's not going to talk to the Department of Homeland Security or the immigration services and change the classification of federal classification of cannabis as an illegal narcotic to be trafficked. Mm -hmm. It's in line with his awful immigration policies, his terrible foreign policies in general, as we're seeing now with his support of Israel and then on top of it, just generally fucking not doing anything for the people. I don't know. I'm sorry. i sorry. I'm really steamed.
0: It's okay. I'm steamed too. Yeah. I, this and the last article just show what a fucking mess it is. Like, like, I get that that's how our country's structured. Different states have different laws, but like, it creates a big fucking mess. And especially in situations like this. Yes. Biden just signed an executive order the other day to deliver more ammunition to Israel while, so he's, That is a higher priority for him, obviously, than all the people who are victims of the drug war in his own country who are sitting in prison away from their families.
3: Well, yeah, because, of course, he is still getting funding from private prisons. I mean, we could go in circles and circles and Mm -hmm. circles. It's a broken system that we're living in, unfortunately, and we've got to do our best in our communities despite it all. I don't take much heart from this sort of update
0: personally me neither it's not nothing but it's not much
2: exactly so i'm gonna say biden's doing the exact amount you can do to say it's not nothing
0: (laughs) all right here's a a little one a little more fun this one's from (laughs) earth.com which i didn't know our planet had a so (laughs) of an official news website but it does their tagline is nature science life (laughs) that's earth baby (laughs) (laughs) This article is from Eric Rawls and it's called Cannabis Makes Exercise More Fun. (laughs) This article, a lot of publications did article about this study recently done by Laurel Gibson and Angela Bryan from the University of Colorado Boulder's Center for Health and Addiction, Neuroscience, Genes and Environment. Wing. (laughs) 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 The team examined the effects of legal, commercially available cannabis on exercise, particularly focusing on runners experiences. Mm. Now, when you read more about the study, it's not a very extensive study, but at least it's not a negative study. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) And they separated them into two groups, one being a CBD dominant strain users and one being THC dominant strain users. But apparently they didn't like provide the cannabis it was people kind of provided their own cannabis so they were all smoking different stuff they were all smoking different amounts (laughs) so it sounds fun though
2: it sounds like a fun thing to do
0: (laughs) yeah it does it sounds I enjoy learning about what happened but
1: I did you hear about that woman who ended up getting high on a rooftop and decided to enter a marathon and then she qualified for the olympics and placed third
0: No, that's what we should be covering right now. <laughs> Stephanie,
2: why are you? Why are you hoarding these stories? I, I was going to try to find I heard. I think I heard it on
1: NPR and I'll try to find the article. But this woman, she got high and was like, oh, I'll run a marathon. She was already kind of a runner, but she had never run a marathon before. And she got and She wasn't high for the race, but. Right.
2: Well, really, she didn't say she was. Yeah,
1: I'm just kidding. But she qualified for the Olympics and then ended up placing third in the Olympics. Boom!
0: And that's oh like the God. highest an American has ever wow. placed. And like, that's a true hero. Yeah. Can we please, after this, let's email her, get her on the pod. Yeah, let's, let's get, her get her on, on, the, her pod. on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, but the ultimate findings, or like what they concluded at the end of the study, is that cannabis helped people's attitude when going into exercise like if exercise is something you really don't enjoy it makes it more pleasurable and your your dopamine is you're feeling happy because you're smoking weed and that helps with exercise as it helps in my opinion with dishes or cleaning so it makes it exercise more pleasant however it didn't they didn't find any reason to believe that cannabis was enhancing the performance of any of these runners. They, In fact, they felt that some of the runners felt like it was harder when they were super high on THC to exert what they would normally exert. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. So it's interesting, though, because I feel of two minds about this story. One, it's cool that we're getting a ton of different headlines like Studies show weed makes workouts more fun, but it's no performance enhancer and runner's high. Cannabis makes exercise more enjoyable, right? Mm-hmm. But ultimately, this is from their conclusion. To our knowledge, this is the first study to investigate the acute effects of a commercially available cannabis in a laboratory environment on subjective responses to exercise in a laboratory environment. And then they go on to say research using diverse samples, exercise modalities, and methodologies, e.g., placebo controlled trials, is needed to establish the generalizability of these findings. So, literally, the last sentence of their conclusion is we cannot generalize anything off of these findings. And then we're seeing all of these different news sources making huge sweeping generalizations, including. Kyle or whoever wrote this article, which I thought was a poorly written article, but that's besides the
0: point. Hey, this is from Earth.com, okay? (laughs)
3: Anecdotally,
1: as someone who was once a competitive runner, I do not like smoking before a run, but after a run, it's like the runners high combined with THC high is off the charts.
0: It's off the charts. And for hiking, I always smoke my joints at the top of the mountain. Yeah. (laughs) Like I if I smoke and then start hiking up, I feel like, you know, especially if it's a strain that makes my heart beat, that plus like strenuous exercise doesn't feel good to me. So I'll smoke at the top to make coming down more pleasurable.
2: Hmm. Oh, Ooh, I sure. I feel like I smoke before, unless it's an uphill that's going to be like really hot, like in the sun, then I would probably not, yeah, smoke until the end. Cause that's when I don't like being really high, is if I'm really hot.
3: It's changed for me now because I get dizzy easier. So it just makes it harder to exercise and get all that. My elevated heart rate just gets everything going. But actually, what you were saying about smoking post workout, Steph, is reflected apparently in what a lot of people think because an account on Instagram that I follow, cannabinista.co, was posting about this study and saying that she disagreed that it's not a performance enhancer because of the way that it can aid workout recovery. And mentioned in this reel that she posted that she had had tons and tons of people in her DMs talking about how much it helped with their uh, post-workout recovery. So anyway, I just thought it was this is an interesting, interesting study. But yeah, we need more info.
0: That is interesting about the recovery because we've been, you know, making the argument that cannabis should not be banned for athletes and especially Olympic athletes. But I had never thought about the performance of like recovery time. But that makes sense. It's anti-inflammatory, et cetera, et cetera. But it mm-hmm. is also a natural medicine from the earth. And earth.com. Um, earth.com. Of- com. Earth. <laughs> <dot> com. <laughs>
2: Hey, I think we should conduct our own experiment right now.
3: On our smoke break? Yep. Okay, see you there.
0: Hello and welcome back from your smoke break. All right. Well, Grace is living in dread because it's about about time for Danklopedia.
3: Dank, Dank, Danklopedia.
1: Danklopedia. What's Dank.
0: Yeah, this is sort
2: of a a bit of a, this starts as a segment within a segment because we are going to go back to Weed in the News. We have another story, but first uh, Grace is going to have to get her... suggestion for the Dinklopedia, the topic that she has to research. She will have four minutes and 20 seconds, and then we will come back and a stoned grace will teach us. And today, what she will be teaching us about is... Wait,
3: Kayla, were you this nervous when you did it? I'm so nervous right now. (laughs) No,
0: I was so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Wait, so how does it go? I...
3: I research and then I smoke and then I tell you. No, you smoke and then you research. Okay, 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 okay. I'm ready. Okay.
2: So you're going to be telling us about the Roman Emperor Ella Gabalus.
1: Come again?
2: (laughs) The Roman Emperor Ella Gabalus or Gabalus? Not 100% sure, which is E-L-A-G-A-B-A-L-U-S. Wow, I know nothing about this.
1: Gablos. I don't know. Gablos.
3: All righty. Uh, so. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. I have to find it.
0: Gablos. <laughs> Elagablos. <laughs> Can you find you use that in a sentence?
3: <laughs> Elagablos. Okay, okay,
2: okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so you got to start your timer. Okay, 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 okay. And wait, uh, and I have
1: to smoke. Can I hit it before I? No, yeah, all, all in one, 420.
2: You have your timer started? No, not yet.
3: Okay. (laughs) And I'm
0: starting now. Okay. All right. Now we're going to
2: go back into Weed in the News. What's our final article?
0: Okay. Here's some interesting news about a mess that's not ours. This article is from Forbes by Dario Sabagi titled Thailand's new government to ban cannabis for recreational use. Thailand's cannabis landscape may change soon as the Southeast Asian country is to ban recreational use of cannabis. You may remember, I don't remember when, 2022 sometime. I see Grace coughing her head off. Um, (laughs) off. (laughs) We covered the legalization of cannabis in Thailand, but apparently it was just decriminalized. So the article goes on to say, the new Thai government has introduced a bill to amend the current cannabis legalization in order to ban the recreational use of cannabis after decriminalization has led the country to flourish cannabis stores around the country. And? Health Minister Cholnan, I know, right? And, and the problem is. <laughs> <laughs> under the proposed legislation, cannabis will be strictly for medical use, explicitly prohibiting its recreational use. Additionally, the legalization specifies that authorized stores can only sell parts of the cannabis plant that are legally allowed, likely excluding the plant's flowers due to their THC content. So what, all these medical cannabis stores are just going to be selling leaves and stems for like tea, I guess? I don't know. Um, The proposed legislation has not not yet clarified whether a medical certificate will be necessary to purchase medical cannabis. So, you can still. Pur- anyone can still purchase it. You just say it's medical if it's for a medicinal reason. <laughs> I don't know. That's a weird honor system. So anyway, they they decriminalized a couple of years ago, and everyone was like, "Yay!" and everyone started growing and selling and buying weed. But the country didn't like regulate that at all. And then a new new people were elected, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we're actually we do we're going to ban for recreational use." It's interesting
2: cuz it does. I mean, they're bringing in tourists and stuff, so it's interesting that they want to get rid of revenue. I've never been to Thailand before. I have friends who have visited,
1: but I the what I've heard of <laughs> this is what I've heard of Thailand is I don't know much about their cannabis policy at all outside of this article that I just read that had offered nothing to the conversation.
0: (laughs) Cannabis has always been huge in Thailand. Like I remember hearing about like Thai sticks and stuff like that as being, Mm -hmm. it's kind of the illegal market has kind of always existed there. But then it was decriminalized, very exciting. And now they're railing it back. And, but the guy that's kind of making all the decisions. So some of this pressure to limit restriction of the use of cannabis for recreational use may come from, the former health minister, Anutin Rakul, who was instrumental in the decriminalization of cannabis. In May, he even proposed distributing 1 million cannabis plants with a THC level below 0.2% to households nationwide. He wanted to give every household in Thailand a medicinal plant with a very low THC count. His influence could potentially prevent a tightening of current cannabis regulations. However, now serving as the minister of the interior, it remains to be seen whether he will influence the decision or how much weight his opinions will carry. Wow. So everything could, the whole country's legal perspective on it could just shift now because there's new power. So I guess we'll see what happens. We
2: will. And that has been about four minutes and 20 seconds.
3: Grace, that is time for me. Hey, Kayla, thanks for that weed in the news. It was great. Yeah, those are some great articles. Hopefully Thai people can keep getting their medicine. That's all I got to say. But it's time for us to talk about Elagabalus. And and Phoebe... A gentle fuck you for giving me something from the Roman Empire with (laughs) crazy names in it. But anyway, okay, so we're going to talk about, and this is all off the top of my head. And keep in mind, I have ADHD, which makes it incredibly difficult for me to read quickly under pressure. So this was quite an experiment. We're running all sorts of experiments. We're running all sorts of experiments. Experiments, including... (laughs) How much can I remember about Elagabalus? Well, (laughs) he was born in, I think, 200 of the Common Era, and he served as emperor from 218 to 222. Not long. Why so short-lived, you ask? (laughs) Well, it's because he had... I think someone's, uh, one scholar said sick and twisted proclivities. <laughs> well, he was yes. only
1: 18, right?
3: Yeah, when he was assassinated and replaced because he had decreased the value of their money so much just by being a sicko <laughs> who shirked all sexual norms and <laughs> ostracized like not only the senate but the populace as well and and like it just and like the armies so he was from a syrian family he was from syria and he basically just like charged into rome killing a bunch of people from what i get, get gathered i could be wrong and then he was married to four different women it's he wanted to marry an athlete named hierocles who was a guy and like make him basically like a caesar in a very like gay way so it sounds like he like uh hooked up with like a lot of dudes
0: wait and so this is also a teenager (laughs) yeah I guess he must have been a child. Like 16, 17, eyes. doing yeah. all this shit? Wow. Yeah,
3: yeah. And just basically, he's, who knows? Now, here's my question about the Wikipedia article I just read. Are the scholars being cited over time just saying that he was a sicko because of, over time, the stigmatization of... Um, non-monogamy and homosexuality mm-hmm. or was he actually a little sicko so who knows needless to say he did not serve for long and i don't know much else given the four minutes and 20 <laughs> seconds i was given but that is the dude whose name i've already forgotten oh he replaced a statue of jupiter's head with the head of the god who he had been a priest of and made everybody worship that statue oh. instead of Ju- of Z- Jupiter. Wait, what are we talking about? You're talking. Yeah, J- Jupiter. Well, <laughs> Jupiter. That's right. Okay. Anyway, and that <laughs> is that.
0: Wow. Aww. I just can't stop imagining him as a, a, a 16-year-old just having that much power and mm. of excitement in his life by
3: that point. Yeah, well, the Roman Empire was crazy, and it normally doesn't take up very much of my mind, except I did write a paper on Emperor Nero one time, and he was a sicko, and that's for sure. So thank you, Danklopedia. Dank, Dank, Danklopedia.
2: Danklopedia. <laughs> Danklopedia.
1: Well, great. I think that's the end of the episode, and I would like to bring you guys over to... Wait. Stop your mouth. Oh, What? <laughs>
3: Phoebe, whoa, holy shit. I,
2: Phoebe Amanda Richards, have a little more I want to say in this episode. Okay, fine. Because I'm going to do a motherfucking 60 second bong box. Ooh. 60 second bong box. 60
0: second bong box.
2: All right, getting everything set. So I have my bong in hand. I have my clock remind i'm sorry it's <laughs> announce you start it eh. start it announce hit yeah no no hit it announce it announce, start it start yeah yeah okay i'm about to hit it i'm gonna say i feel like this is an episode where we talked about some stuff and so i apologize if this is a bit of a gets you worked up but this has been getting me worked up and this feels like the motherfucking place to do it it's so. the bong box baby
3: yeah. And like reach out. We love having discussions with you about nuanced topics You're, We appreciate you listening to us and we want this to be a community. We love you all so much. She's oh, that was a big that rip was off a big bar.
1: Phoebe type hit.
3: All right.
2: About to start my time, my minute and my topic is God damn it. 2024 is a fucking election year and I just don't want to deal with it. Oh, boy. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I know I'm preaching to the choir here, but I really just sort of took 2023 to sort of not be paying attention to our local politics. I will say I was trying to pay attention to some world politics and I like to have a baseline awareness. But it's been really nice. I don't watch. I realize I don't watch any any of the late night comedians anymore. I don't really watch any like political humor. I really try to like phase, like not pay attention to that stuff on social media, definitely not get my information from social media. And I just know coming up this year, there's going to be a fucking election. And as much as I hate it, I don't want to have to do it. And I can't believe that there's a reality that it might actually have to be fucking Biden and Trump again. Like, I really have to live through the hell of like a Groundhog Day of those two candidates. It really now does feel a little to me like voting for the lesser of two evils, a saying I've never really cared for. And it just feels like I'm like, can't we move on in the four years? Couldn't anyone else have been set up, put up to like be the new person if it's all just a fucking stupid game? Why can't the Democrats play the game at all and put up anyone to inspire any kind of excitement? That's my minute. Yeah.
0: Jesus Christ. Thank <laughs> you yeah. so much. Thanks. Hey. <laughs> I'm a little nervous about it being election year too, <gasps> oh,
1: And I boy. know how in the
0: past, how emotionally involved, like, you've been on election years. Yes.
2: I don't want to, I mean, yeah, I don't want to relive through any of that, but, you know, there's also a privilege to that. So... <sighs> But yeah, I just, it's really the baseline. It's coming into it. I just know I have to. And giddy up. All right.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Hey, but let's, can I also say this episode comes out on January 26th, right? Yes. And I just, we've been, we've gotten through a month already of this year. I hope everyone's pacing themselves and being kind to themselves and like, we're going to get through it together one day at a time. Give ourselves so much love and grace. It's a crazy, crazy world out there. And we can be some of the sane ones who just treat each other kindly. So We can. I love all of you guys so much. And like, it means so much that we can have these candid discussions here. I really appreciate you. I
2: second that. And I feel like overall, I really like this being a place where we come and have fun. We don't overly talk about all the things that are stressing us out. But right. It's nice to have a place to vent when we need to. And also, I hope to be a place where it can be a little bit of a rest from the madness of the
3: world. Cheers. On that, I'm going to take another big fat rip as someone takes us out. Well, that person is a little old Stephanie. And
1: if you'd like, <laughs> come on down and rate and review us on Apple or Spotify. We're will stop doing this accent for a five-star <laughs> review.
0: <laughs> Hurry, give us a five-star review so she'll stop. Hurry. So stop doing this.
1: <laughs> I'll stop doing it right now. Uh, you can also check out our website at Stonerchickspodcast.com. You can find out about upcoming shows, sign up for our email list and buy some sweet ass fucking merch. We got mugs, we got hats with poof balls, hats without poof balls, all sorts of fun stuff. Smoke your weed merch says SYW, it's kind of discreet, kind of fun. Also what's kind of fun is our TikToks when we post them. So you can find us at Broccoli Broads over there, Instagram, Stoner Chicks Podcast. And uh, if you want to send us some snail mail, we always love that. We get we actually've been getting some great Snail mail gifts and keep them coming. PO Box eight hundred five eight six, Seattle, Washington nine eight one zero eight.
2: Send us gifts, says Stephanie. Send us <laughs> <laughs> gifts.
1: <laughs> I right, love gifts. GIFs. Um. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> beavers What do stoner chicks always say?
2: It's hard to know if we're the sickos or it's just society labeling us.
3: Wow, wow, (laughs) true. Mm. Smoke Mm. your weed, everybody.
2: (laughs) 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 I was just like, I don't want to take it back to a place of politics. (laughs) What else? What else was from this?
3: Yay. Peace and love, everybody. Stoner Chicks Podcast is hosted by me, Grace Penzel, Stephanie Thompson, Kayla Teal, and Phoebe Richards. The show is edited by German at your podcast editor, and the theme music is composed by Jessica Damari. Email us your high thoughts at stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com or send us snail mail at PO Box 80586, Seattle, Washington 98108.
0: Please follow us on social media at Stoner Chicks Podcast on Instagram or Broccoli Broads on